0: Because I told him, if you don't want two more kids, there's no point in us meeting. Because that has always been my dream. Mm -hmm. And he agreed. And now he's saying that we're
1: done. (laughs) You're listening to the Nacho Kids Podcast, where we discuss all things step-family related. Real stories. Real people. Real help. Your hosts are the creators of the Nacho Kids Method and the Nacho Kids Academy Step Family Coaching Team, Lori and David Sams.
2: Welcome back, y'all. How
3: you doing? What's that mean? Same bat time, same match. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, David, what's going on in your wonderful world? Well, as we record this, we're packing up to go on vacation. First one in quite a while. Quite a while. Yep. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully we'll leave on time. Uh, we will not leave on time.
2: You don't know that yet.
3: Because you've never been able to leave anywhere on time. That is not true. I leave
2: plenty of places early. <laughs>
3: <laughs> church don't count.
2: I wasn't talking about church. <laughs> All right. I can see how David's going to be today, y'all. So let's just get into this.
3: Who are we going to talk about today? What are you talking about? What? What do you mean how I'm going to be today? Difficult. I'm never difficult. (laughs) Ask the people in the
2: academy that attend the Q&A calls. They know better. That's not true. That is true. I disagree. (laughs) Disagree all you want.
3: Doesn't change the truth. It's your truth. Oh, it's their truth too. (laughs) That's right. All the men are always on my side. Not true. How is that not true? Let me think. See, you got
2: to make up something. I'll I'll find a man not on your side. Oh my gosh. I'll find a bunch of them. The ones that don't like nacho.
3: <laughs> they're not on anybody's side. They don't like you because you're telling them to step up, be accountable. What, you mean You mean there are men out there that don't want to be told to step up and do what they're supposed to do? No, Dave, but there's none of those out there. <laughs> there's a bunch of women listening right now going, that's mine. That's <laughs> my man. That's my man he's talking about.
2: <laughs> so today we are talking to a Canadian stepmom.
3: Hello, Canadian
4: stepmom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's been blending for two and a half years. Stepson seven, stepson five, stepson three. And they have those step kids every other weekend. I'm
3: starting to see a pattern with the seven five three.
2: And an our son one. And a one. There's your pattern.
3: There you go. I got it. Picked up on it.
2: He'll be two in August. Hmm. There's no court order between her significant other and the ex. Hmm. We see that a lot. But if it works for you, great. Save all that money.
3: Yeah. The question is is it working for you? Cuz it wouldn't work for me. No, it wouldn't work for me either. You know, it's one of those things where it's, got, it's like a contract, right? It's like you don't enter into a contract with with a person or a company because you expect things to go smoothly. Contracts are there because they need to be in place when things go south.
2: Well, and even though Things are going smoothly now. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they will in the future. Yeah. However, y'all know how I feel about the family court system mm-hmm. and those court orders. Mm-hmm. Are they worth it? Who knows? It's gamble. It's a gamble.
3: Yeah. I mean, just speaking for myself, and that's all I'm speaking for, um, it was worth it only in nothing else but the fact that it stated, you know, this is the custody schedule. Because numerous times I had to say, follow the custody schedule. Right.
2: But if she would not have, and you would have went back to court over it, mm-hmm. there's nothing to say that she would have got reprimanded.
3: Yeah, That's true. Yeah, 100% true. Yeah, the only time it really helped is when police had to get involved and I had to pull out the paper. But most of
2: the time, that doesn't even help. Mm-hmm. Because the police will say, that's a family court
3: issue. Well, it, it is a family court issue, but it can help when you're Ex is sitting in your driveway, (laughs) refusing to leave until they get the kids. And you're like, it's not her day to get them. Here's my court order.
2: Well, here's the thing, too. You looked up because you had a cop that didn't sit there and figure out, okay, on June the 12th, he's supposed to have them. He just looked at it and it said, you had them blah, blah, blah time. And he's like, okay, he must be telling me the truth. Because a lot of cops will go, I don't know what every other weekend is. (laughs) Did you start every other weekend? 20 years ago? Well, let me pull out my calendar. They're not going to get involved in that mess.
3: That's true. So anyway. That's fine. Be cynical.
2: I'm not being cynical.
3: (laughs) I'm being pragmatic. Oh, my gosh. You don't even know what that means. Uh Uh-huh. So just because
2: you and your significant other are getting along now, and your sweet little babies are three and four years old, Don't think that things are going to be smooth sailing throughout. Yes, a court order will maybe help you. (laughs) Don't know. Some places it will, some places it won't. Depends on the judge.
3: Well, it it also boils down to, are you going to enforce it? Because if you never really plan to enforce it, you're really kind of wasting your money and time anyway.
2: Well, not really. And I say this because I would think that the majority of people want to be law-abiding citizens, when you have a court order signed by a judge, that is your law. The threat of being held in contempt and possibly going to jail is enough to keep some people following the court order. Not everybody, but some.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: That's true, but you still have to be the one that files a contempt charge. It's not like. Yeah, you have to get an
2: attorney, retain an attorney, file a motion for a rule to show cause and blah, 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 right. blah, blah.
3: So there's nobody else that's enforcing it. It's, right. up to, it's up to the other person to enforce it.
2: It's up to the other person to hope it gets enforced. Yeah. Because they can't enforce it. The judge has to enforce it.
3: It's a mess. It's a mess.
2: <laughs> well, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. No making <laughs> me upset. Get me all fired up. Family court system. (laughs) Okay. We also see where a lot of the people we talk to get into relationships fairly quickly. Canadian stepmom moved in with her significant other two months into their dating. Oh, wow. And she moved five hours away from
3: her family. Mm. Was she running to something or running from something? I don't know. I'm not
2: answering for her. (laughs) I think she was running to something. To her man, David, to her man. Mm, Goodness, two months. Her significant other travels with work. And she was very, very smart in the beginning by not saying, I'll watch your sweet babies for you. He makes other arrangements for them when he's at work. Good job. She did come in gung-ho in other areas. Then in January, she had to step back. Uh Uh-oh. The stress got overwhelming. She did tell him when they started dating that she wanted two more kids, and that if he didn't, not to waste her time.
3: And he just said, well, just go ahead and move in. We'll start now.
2: Now they've had our son, and he's
3: like, eh, I'm good. But she wanted two more. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. Some
2: days he's, eh, I'm
3: good. Other days he's, you know. His son may, must have been like one of those ones where it's like, whew, if I'd have had that one first, it wouldn't be anymore. No, David. Sweet little baby. I don't know. That's what my sister was.
2: Well, we do see that a lot where people, they do talk about it before they get in a relationship or before they get married, and they say, I want X number of kids. And the significant other goes, okay. And then they get married, and all of a sudden, significant other goes, "Nah, I just don't think that's a good idea. That's wrong.
3: That's wrong. Yeah, that's one of those areas where... Mm. Say what you um, mean and mean what you say. Can't, you can't change your mind, I don't think. Because <laughs> you're affecting the other person and and their desires too much.
2: Right. And it's not like this wasn't discussed prior to getting into the relationship.
3: Yeah, because if you'd known then, what you know now, you'd be maybe not making the same decision. Mm-hmm.
2: She met the bio mom and the stepkids two weeks in to their dating.
3: Hmm. Bet your bio mom had a field day with that one. Oh, bio mom loved her. She hugged her. Huh?
2: She's hugging her, thinking, "Thank God, somebody to help take care of these kids." (laughs)
3: Because I'm tired. (laughs) You might be right.
2: She did start notching the bio mom in January, just because it was causing her stress. Not that bio mom's bad or anything. One thing that we talk about during this interview is postpartum depression. She had it, and I'm thankful that she talks about it because it still has such a taboo thing like nacho kids. But she says she started having thoughts of wrecking her car and dying. If you are having thoughts of wrecking your car and dying, please contact your doctor immediately. If you don't have a doctor, call 911 or the suicide hotline because those are not healthy thoughts. I agree. One other thing that we talk about is finances because her significant other does not contribute to their hour child. She pays for everything for the hour's child, including for a babysitter while her significant other is not working
3: and goes fishing. What? Okay. like You've already brought up several things that makes me want to hurry up and listen to this interview. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of this stuff I'm scratching my head going... This is crazy.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So can we get into it?
2: Yeah, I reckon.
3: Good. Because like, there's so many questions I need answers for. Are there really questions you need answers for? Or are you just bored? Because you're not very talkative today. I am. I am over here with so many questions running through my head that my mouth won't even open up. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take advantage of David not being talkative.
2: So let's get to listening to the Canadian Stepmom. But first, here's a word about the Nacho Kids Academy.
1: There's a way to save your sanity and your relationship, and it's called the Nacho Kids Academy. In the Nacho Kids Academy, you will learn the skills and knowledge to properly nacho, techniques to handle stepfamily challenges, ways to improve your communication, and much, much more. Visit Nachokidsacademy.com and sign up today to join other step-parents who are seeing the life-changing benefits of nachoing. Again, that's Nachokidsacademy.com.
2: Today, we have the Canadian stepmom. Hey, Canadian stepmom,
0: how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you?
2: Doing well. So, tell us a little bit about your blend. How long have you been blending, and how many stepkids, bio kids, ours kids, all that good stuff?
0: Um, About two and a half years, we've been blending. Okay. Um, I have three stepsons uh, seven, five, and three. And we have a one year old, our son.
2: All oh, boys.
0: Yes, oh, it's
2: hard. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you have the stepkids?
0: Um, it depends. We they don't have a court order. Okay. Because he normally works out of town, so when he's home, we have them almost every weekend. Okay, but lately he's actually been home for almost a year, working around home. So we have them whenever he's not working, and he, sometimes he'll work twenty-four days straight. Wow. From the very beginning, have refused to take them when he's not home.
2: Okay. What made you start off that way? Because most stepmoms come in and go, Sure, I'll watch little Johnny, little Joe, and little Jack for you while you're at work. No problem.
0: Well, mine, when I came in, the youngest was 11 months. So, and I actually moved in with my boyfriend when we were about two months into our relationship.
2: Oh, fast there, girl.
0: I know, and I moved five hours away from my family for him. Wow. So it all happened really fast. We met online through Plenty of Fish, and I decided that moving down to him would be the best option so I wouldn't take him away from his kids. Right. And then I found a job within two months down here, mm-hmm. and it was a temporary ended up moving down, moved in. And within the same week, he ended up going away for work. So I was down here by myself, (laughs) starting a new job and everything else. And I was working pretty much full time. So I didn't have, and I work in a hospital. Mm -hmm. So shift work and everything else, I didn't have the time to take three kids, let alone really too much help with it. So I told them I just couldn't do it.
2: And you didn't have kids of your own. So that's a big taking on.
0: Yes, I went from no kids to four kids in a year. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, you know, I guess I went from one to five in a day.
0: <laughs> yep. right? <And> it, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: So was he normally traveling before you moved in or?
0: Yes. He has been on the rigs and pipelines since he was 18. Wow. So his ex. He, better lack of word, knocked her up when she was still in high school. Mm-hmm. And then instead of realizing he decided two more times were a good option, even <laughs> though he tells me to this day, he doesn't know. <laughs> but so she's actually five years younger than me. Okay. So About five, six years younger than him. And yeah, he had it kind of made because he would go away for work for 20 days, come home for 10. Right. And that's what he was doing when I met him. Okay. Yeah, it's been, and now he doesn't know what to do with all the time at home.
2: Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Because he's so used to life traveling.
0: Yeah, and he's not used to me nagging on him about uh, cleaning or cooking. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, because he hasn't really worked in the last two months. So I'm the one that's been working almost full time again. And he's been home with the little one.
2: Men expect women to clean the house and take care of the kids.
0: Oh, I still do. I'll come home from my eight hour day and cook and clean (laughs) and he'll go out fishing.
2: Girl, that just seems so wrong.
0: I know. It's one of our big arguments that we're fighting with right now, but yeah, we're getting there.
2: He may not have the same level of desire for cleanliness that you do.
0: He does, but he doesn't. Because he used to complain that his ex didn't really clean. Mm -hmm. And I think I made the mistake of coming in trying to help him too much. Mm -hmm. So he got used to it and now is expecting it done. Because I came in like most stepmoms. Morning mm. ago, when we had the boys, I was up with them, clean, like cooking them breakfast, disciplining everything. And then I, one day, I think it was in just this past January, I told them, I was like, I need to take a step back for our child, my, ch- like your kids, for our child and myself, because I'm turning into somebody I don't want to be.
2: Right. Isn't it funny that one day you realize I'm not me?
0: Yeah. And that's just it. And he's even told me, you're not the girl you were when we met. And I was like, well, first of all, I pushed a child out. Mm -hmm. That changes everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And second of all, I am five hours away from all my friends and family and everybody, because I honestly haven't had time to really make friends down here. Mm -hmm. I was working full time. And then I found out about a month and a half after I moved in that we were expecting.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: In my defense, I warned him I was not on anything because I was at an age that if I wanted to have a kid and the dad didn't want to be in the picture, I could do it on my own. I have a career. I have, I actually own a condo back uh, in my hometown that I'm renting out. Mm -hmm. So I have my life together. So I was like, if you don't want another kid, that's up to you. But eventually I do want two more.
2: And what did he say about that?
0: Well, this is before we even met. Because I told him, if you don't want two more kids, there's no point in us meeting. Because that has always been my dream. Mm-hmm. And he agreed. And now he's saying that we're done.
4: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so, Although some days I feel like saying I'm done too. So yeah, we found out we were pregnant just before Christmas, actually. So between working, I was having to drive four hours a day for work on top of my eight-hour day.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: While I was pregnant. So I was super exhausted. So I didn't even really go out and do anything. Mm -hmm. And then our little guy decided to come about three weeks early. And then I was on maternity leave for a year.
2: Oh, that's right. In Canada, you get maternity leave for a year, right?
0: We can actually get it for a year and a half now. Girl, you know how long you get here? Uh, Only a couple months, isn't it? Six weeks. Oh, my gosh. No, I wouldn't be able to do that. (laughs) Oh, I had a hard time after a year. So I could just imagine. And my my little guy doesn't even go to daycare.
2: Darn, I should have moved.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get up to a year and a half now. Wow. Um, they just stretch it out what you would get for a normal year, the extra six months. So I knew financially we couldn't do the year and a half. Right. It's nice because I do work, so we have the EI. So if you pay if you work a certain amount of hours, then that's how much you're able to claim in EI, which is our maternity leave. Okay. So it was nice having that, not having to worry about because I have never depended on somebody else to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. So I was never hoping to have him pay for my bills. <laughs> so, right. So yeah, I haven't really had a whole lot of, like I'm close with his one cousin down here because her little one actually is a week younger than mine. Oh. Uh, almost to the hour.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: And then um, his sister and I are actually pretty close as well. Uh, One of his sisters. So, and I get along with his mom and stuff. I've done some workouts with her, Mm -hmm. but I haven't really gained any friends because I'm either working or at home taking care of the little guy. So.
2: Yeah. It's hard.
0: It is. And all my friends uh, back home actually have little guys around the same age as mine. (laughs) So. Oh, Yeah, so whenever we do make the trip back, we try to all get together if we can.
2: Yeah, I only moved like 45 minutes away. But still, it's hard to make time to go see your friends.
0: It is. And they
2: don't want to drive all the way out here in the boonies.
0: Oh, no, I don't think any of my friends have come down here. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So. So you feel like you're completely starting over. Yep. You've uprooted your life for this man.
0: Yep. And... Do you think he's going to change his mind about having another child? Um, Honestly, some days he's all for it and other days he's not.
2: Just depends on the day.
0: Yeah, just kind of depends on the day. And I think if we were a little bit more financially stable, he'd probably have no problem with it. Right. But we've already got two boys in hockey.
2: Oh, god. So. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard hockey is not cheap.
0: No, it's not. <laughs>
2: Well, at least he's not adamant that he's done having kids because you're thinking, oh, no, buddy, you agreed to two.
0: Yeah, I've said that. We've seen
2: people that they marry their significant other and before they got married, they agreed, we'll have one more child or, you know, we'll have one child together or two children. And then they change their mind. Yeah. And that really puts the woman in a bad situation because the guy usually already has children. And the woman's the one that didn't have the children. And she's like, but I thought that we were going to have a child together.
0: Yeah. And that was my biggest worry whenever, because for some reason I have a thing for dads. I don't know why, (laughs) but my ex had a kid as well. And I dated one or two other guys in between that had kids. So for some reason, dads are my (laughs) (laughs) go-to. So I always... Always started out. If you don't want more kids, don't talk to me because that is something that is a huge deal breaker for me. Right. So, yeah, it's different because my ex, he wasn't really in his kid's life. So for me, when I met my current boyfriend, he actually, I met the kids within two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I met them pretty quick. And actually, I met the bio mom the same day I met the kids, and she ran up to me and gave me a hug. Girl. I didn't no know really. this lady. <laughs> so.
2: And she didn't have a knife in her hand or anything like that?
0: No, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> but she is married now, and she actually has another... So she's got four boys. Oh, my gosh. She Her littlest one is a month or two older than mine. And she actually has a stepdaughter. So she's also a stepmom. So five kids.
2: So two weeks in, you meet by a mom and the stepkids. Yeah. By a mom comes up and hugs you and you're like, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she's always been one that I had open communication with her from the beginning, but as of about January, I stopped and I have nachoed actually, nachoed talking to her because I just, I'm like, this isn't, technically my problem I don't want to get in the middle of your two arguments so
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and yeah it's actually been quite nice not having to (laughs) deal with it it's been less stressful
2: yeah now how did she take that with you stepping back did she get seem to get
0: offended no I actually don't think so I've maybe seen her twice since March and even then she still is nice to me she Loves my son. Oh, she's offered to babysit if we want to go on dates. She's offered if I can't find somebody to watch him while I'm at work, she'll take him. Wow. So, like, that's nice, but at the same time, to me, it's a little bit weird.
2: Yeah, but you know, I'm sitting here thinking I thought the same thing. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. But you probably know what kind of mom she is with how her kids are. Yeah. You don't really know anybody else around. So, she might be your best babysitting option if you needed one.
0: If I needed one, although my neighbors are amazing, they've actually, when I work or my boyfriend's at work or anything, they'll take him the entire day.
2: That is awesome, girl.
0: And I pay them less than daycare and they are completely okay with that. So, cause I was stressed about it when I was going back to work. Yeah. Because I was like, he never home. I work evening night shifts. I work random shifts throughout the week. And they actually offered.
2: That is great.
0: And without me even mentioning it to them. And I was like, oh my God, that's so amazing.
2: (laughs) That is. So
0: they've been heaven sent.
2: It's important, especially since your boyfriend does travel. Yeah. Or he's not home a lot to have somebody like that in your life.
0: Yeah. Like I was actually getting to the point where if I had to work evenings on a weekend, I was going to drive my son up to my mom and dad up in like five hours away. And leave him there for the weekend and then pick him back up. Yeah. Just because I didn't. Because, like, my boyfriend's mom works in a bar, so she does a lot of weekends and evenings. And his sister's a waitress, so she's also doing that. And his dad works away. So, <laughs> yeah, like, my, limits, my options are very limited.
4: Well,
2: you are definitely blessed to have a neighbor that's willing to help you out like that.
0: Well, they have six kids. Holy moly. <laughs> so... How old is their youngest? A month younger than mine. Oh. And their oldest is 17.
2: They're crazy people then. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You've got crazy neighbors.
0: Yep, we do, but we love them. (laughs) Yes.
2: I know when I was a single mom, I had a neighbor that was just awesome. Just, she was great. She would watch Jackson while I cut grass. I would try to cut grass the weekends he was at his dad's, but if it rained, I didn't have another option. And so she would watch him while I cut grass or things like that. And it's so nice to just have somebody that you know you can call and say, help.
0: Yeah. And that's just it. If I want to go grocery shopping, they'll watch them. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing yard work, they'll watch him. They have no problem. Their 13-year-old daughter is the main one that watches him, and she's amazing with him. Girl, that is great. Yeah. I've been so thankful. Like we want to move, but at the same time, I don't want to move <laughs> because I have such amazing neighbors. So
2: I, I probably wouldn't move. I'd probably live there forever,
0: honestly. <laughs> well, I don't like this house. So, <laughs> what do you not like about it? Well, I actually moved into a house he bought with his ex.
2: Ah.
0: So I have had a hard time making it feel like home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And personally, if I was one to been shopping with him, I would never pick this house. Right. We have a three-bedroom house with six of us. Yes. So we have three kids in one room when they come. Mm -hmm. And then there's carpet in the kitchen. (gasps) Yes, the worst area ever. Yes. carpet. (laughs) So just it's small for the amount of people we have. Right. And like my condo back home, it almost feels more spacious than this. And it's only 600 square feet. So (laughs) really, yeah, I only have a one bedroom back home and it feels almost more spacious.
2: Wow. I moved into the house that David and his ex had. And unfortunately, it's on family land. So David selling it and us getting a house of our own really wasn't an option. Yeah. And it took a while. It took quite a while for me to feel like this is my house.
0: Yeah. And I can totally see that.
2: We redecorated I tried not to do too much too fast because of the kids. Yeah. You know, this was their home and I didn't want them to feel like I was just taking everything over. And as soon as they moved out, though, we just went crazy with redoing (laughs) stuff. And it feels now more like my home.
0: Yeah. Well, we have renovated the three bedrooms in the house, Mm -hmm. but they needed to be done. But it's just still doesn't feel like home. And honestly, I work a half hour away, so... It would be easier for me when I'm on my evening and call shifts to be in that same town. Mm-hmm. And actually all of his family is in that town. Oh, okay. So we are literally isolated a half hour from all of his family, five hours from my family. And we have nobody but our neighbors in this town. Yeah. And I would be able to stay at home when I'm on call. Whereas I actually have to stay in the hospital right now when I'm on call.
2: Oh, because you're so far away. Yeah. How close do you need to live to the hospital to be able to stay home while you're on call?
0: Within 30 minutes. So I it's a 25 minute drive. So I am technically within, but in winter it would be the worst. Right. I would never make it there. And then the windstorms that we actually get down here, like we actually have one today with 120 kilometer winds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it pushes your car around a lot. <laughs>
2: How fast is that miles per hour? Oh, geez. Like 70?
0: Yeah, probably around there. I'm guessing. I'm thinking it's somewhere around there.
2: Let's see, 120. I'm looking it up.
0: Maybe 60.
2: 120 is 75 miles per hour. Yeah. Holy moly, girl.
0: (laughs) And See, I didn't believe they had that down here because we didn't have that where I was living. Right. And then my mom actually didn't believe me until we tried taking family photos in it. (laughs) (laughs) The boys are trying to fly kites.
2: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: It gets crazy. We've had uh, actually a roof blew off of a house in the town next to us from the wind. So when it gets like that, it's hard to get there within 30 minutes.
2: Well, yeah, I (laughs) I bet so.
0: (laughs) And there are sometimes free range cows, I swear, that break out and block highways. So...
2: (laughs) Girl, I used to live in the country. Like I'm saying, the country. Yeah. There was a cotton gin down the road from my house. And it was normal to ride down the road and have to stop because of a cow or a pig. Yep. Just the way it
0: was. Like down here, it's more so deer, but where I was before it was moose. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't really want to hit anything. No. And I hate driving at night. I hate it. So.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I know a lot of people do. I'm one of them.
0: Yeah. Ugh, no, if I don't have to, I don't.
2: So does biomom mom and your boyfriend, do they get along okay? No. Ah.
0: They still argue quite a bit. And I've learned to just let them do it on their own.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't even ask anymore. Because I'll, if he's in a bad mood, I know exactly why he's in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of let him simmer and go do my own thing. <laughs> It could be anything from car seats that they're fighting about because they just, they're all in booster seats. Mm -hmm. So they just swap the booster seats out of the vehicles and she will, cause he's, him and I are smokers. We don't smoke with the kids in the vehicle, but when they're not in the vehicle, we'll have a smoke
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and she's like, it smells like smoke. And he's like, no, actually I like, I had every window open and I took a smell before and she's yeah and the kids don't complain about it. So
2: <laughs> Well, it sounds like it would be easier for her just to buy her own car seats.
0: Well, she's told him to buy his own. Okay. And right now since he hasn't been working it hasn't happened yet. Right. But it will happen sooner than later because I'm I'm pretty sure he's tired of the arguments over that. Arguments they honestly it took them 2 years for the house to get just into his name. Wow. So they fought about that constantly. But I am thankful that they never did have, they've never been to court. Mm -hmm. So that's been kind of a, having said, they've always figured it out one way or another. They have a mediation thing written out, but I don't think it ever got filed.
2: It's good that they were able to do it that way.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's hard because she grew up with her dad in the oil patch as well. And her parents are separated. So she knows all about the timing and like sometimes he won't find out till 12 hours before he has to leave. Yeah. So it it's hard, but we get it done.
2: <laughs> and that's really good that she worked with works with him on that instead of saying, no, it's supposed to be your weekend this weekend and you didn't get them. So you're not getting them.
0: Yeah. And it, at the beginning it was, well, I don't like how your attitude is. So you're not getting them because you're too mad. and I'm just like really or if we don't do something she would want she would say Kayla, you're not getting the kids Mm -hmm. and like okay so then that's kind of like well now I'm just going to step back and let you deal with it because you're the one that had kids with her right you deal with it
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's his baggage not yours
0: yeah and it took me a while because I also had postpartum depression after my kid mm-hmm and I was like hey I can't deal with your drama baggage having postpartum as well taking care of a kid going back to work everything else I can't nope so that's I was like hey I'm just gonna step off here step back
2: well I know this is a blended family podcast but let's talk about if you don't mind mm-hmm. about postpartum for a second because a lot of people have it and they don't know it they don't recognize the signs
0: I've had depression in the past. Mm-hmm. I was in a mentally abusive relationship for five years. Okay. So, and I noticed after I after, after that ended that that was situational depression. It was because of how I was being treated constantly and everything. But I noticed it actually took me almost a year after my little one was born for me to realize that I had postpartum. Mm-hmm. I actually was having thoughts of, Maybe I should just crash my car. Everybody would have a better life without me. Wow. And when I started having those thoughts, uh, never in my mind, it was always just me in the car because I would never hurt my kid. Whereas some postpartum, it is they like take it out, not out on the kid, but they distance themselves from their kid. Mm -hmm. Whereas mine was, I just take myself out of the equation. Everybody else would be happy. Right. And then as soon as I had that thought, I called my doctor. and within. Within two days, I had a therapist and I was on medication.
2: I am so proud of you for immediately contacting your doctor.
0: Well, and I just, I was crying so much more and I was fighting with my boyfriend so much more. So I was just like, okay, this is not me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was instantly called my doctor. At that point it was COVID. So everything was over the phone. Which is fine, but right. and I actually work with my doctor in the hospital. <laughs> so <laughs> every day you're like, Hey, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. And it took a bit. I still go to therapy. I go once a month. Good. It's been getting better and better.
2: Yeah, it's it's very important. And I guess maybe the last five, ten years, the stigma against therapy has started to go away. Yeah. It's not oh, something's wrong with you. It's you are doing the right thing to help yourself. Yeah. It's almost like a self-care.
0: It is. And actually, my therapist told me that I don't do enough self-care.
2: I don't know many people that do, honestly.
0: I know. I'm like between cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kid, doing this, doing that. Yeah, no, I don't really have much time Mm -hmm. to do anything for myself. So that's something I've been working on is trying to find time or and I have creative outlets. I do some like bullet journaling, Mm -hmm. things like that, just to have me time. Right. Yeah.
2: If you've listened to the podcast, I like painting the granny ceramics, as I call them. Oh, yes. And (laughs) it is something that I can just immerse myself in and nothing matters at that point. I just it's my escape.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly it. Once my little guy goes down, then I'm doing my own thing with that. So it's pretty nice. Yeah.
2: And that's very important that you continue to do that.
0: Yeah. And I don't see that stopping the amount of money I've spent on it. I should probably not stop anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) But I noticed with my postpartum that I have, it had a lot to do with situational and with postpartum. I've had a lot of issues with my boyfriend's family. So the current boyfriend. Yeah. um, They still invite his ex to family gatherings. Really? Yeah. And they, including Christmas Mm. and birthday parties and anything like that. So I've actually put my foot down that if they invite her, like I don't have anything against her, but it is his ex Mm -hmm. that um, my child and I will not be going. Wow. Yeah.
2: And what does your boyfriend say about that?
0: He agrees. He thinks it's weird. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know why, but he's not confrontational. Mm Mm-hmm. With anybody but me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, and I've actually had a big blow with one of his aunties over that as well. Because she actually calls his ex, her new little one, her nephew. Even though they're not related at all. Right. And she pretty much, over my son's first birthday, made me feel like my son and I are not important.
2: How does she make you feel that way?
0: Well, her daughter... Sadly. And it's like the worst thing. Her daughter passed away three years ago. Okay, She was 19, I think. So they do a memorial race every year and they ended up doing it on the same weekend as my son's first birthday. Mm -hmm. Well, I had my family coming down, I was going back to work in two weeks. So I had to do it that weekend. And I invited her and everything else, even though we really don't get along. And she wrote on Facebook posts and stuff saying that I'm pretty much calling me selfish, and that I'm not family and that I'm rude and like all on Facebook posts. Wow. Because I was planning my son's birthday around the same time, even though it was in the same town. So I said, people that want to go to both can go to both. If they don't want to come, they don't have to come. Were the times exactly the same? Hers was all day. Okay. So, and mine started at like one. Mm -hmm. So I was like, they can go there in the morning and then come here for an hour or two if they want and then go back. Like, it's not saying, I'm not saying don't go to this. Right. Um, But she basically said, well, none of our family will be there.
2: Did anybody show up?
0: Yep. I had a few, like my boyfriend's family his cousin came with her little ones Uh, his sister came the ones that are actually in my son's life came right so after that whole thing like she told me that I'll never be invited to family things again I'm not family and I was like you know what I'm fine with that like you invite his ex to everything anyway Ever. and
2: this is his sister or his aunt his aunt okay
0: She's only, I think, 11 years older than him, Mm -hmm. so she babysat my boyfriend quite a bit. Right. But now, whenever we are in the same house, we do not talk to each other, we do not acknowledge each other, I don't even want her looking at my son. (laughs) So, it's been tension, needless to say, and the same with his one grandmother. She and I do not see eye to eye either, so it's been a
2: struggle. Let me ask you this. When you were planning your son's birthday party, did you know that it was the same weekend this memorial race happened?
0: Yes. I originally was planning on it about a month before they changed the date. They had a different date. But since COVID, our restrictions were too high. So they had to change their date. But I hadn't told anybody about it, but certain people, because I didn't know how many people would actually be able to come out with the restrictions.
2: Right. So, the memorial race was actually planned on a different date. Yeah. The COVID thing messed it up.
0: Yeah. And she had three different days and she picked that one. Ah. Knowing that that would be around his birthday. And then my my boyfriend's cousin's little one's the following weekend. So, I couldn't have his birthday that weekend. Right. And then I was going to work the weekend after. (laughs) So...
2: Yeah, yeah. because a lot of people listening to this would say, if you knew it was the memorial race and you planned his birthday, then could you not have moved his birthday to that Sunday instead of Saturday or whatever to where it didn't conflict? But you had no control over this COVID thing.
0: No, I didn't. And honestly... I was told that by his aunt, you could move it to this day. And I was like, okay, but my family is five hours away. So I can't move it to the Sunday. It has to be the Saturday because they all have to leave on the Sunday. Right. Go back to work. And actually my brother had to leave that Saturday because he had to bring his daughters back to their bioma. Right. So I was like, I'm trying to make it work for everybody. And since it's in the same town, Thought it would be a convenient thing as well. I didn't think it would step on anybody's toes. Mm -hmm. And then it just blew up in my face. So
2: The grandma, is her issues with you the same because of that?
0: That. And I I got her in trouble with my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) We were camping and it was past eight o'clock and she was going to go buy the boys some ice cream. And I was like, they're going to bed in like a half an hour. So no, no ice cream. Well, she went behind my back anyway and bought them all ice cream. And I went up to my boyfriend and I said, I said, the boys are going to bed. Like they're in their PJs. They're all ready for bed. And your grandmother still went and bought them ice cream. And from that moment on, because he had my back on it, he was like, we are the parents. She's like, well, I raised four kids of my own. And he's like, well, these are not your kids. Mm -hmm. If we say one thing, then it's that way. And since then... She has not been very, we haven't really seen the eye to eye. She didn't really see me as a parent role, which I'm not. But at the same time, when I was with my boyfriend, we are the two that kind of make the decisions mm-hmm. for the kids. And at that point, I was more of a parent role than I am now.
2: So you've started nachoing with the kids more. Yeah. Since January, you said?
0: Yeah, since around January.
2: And how is that going with you? What did your boyfriend think when you started stepping back? Did he know about nacho?
0: I actually told him about Nacho and he told me I was overthinking. (laughs) So (laughs) he doesn't really understand it. He's the type that you love my kids the same as you love your kid.
2: Yeah. And you don't.
0: (laughs) He's been that way since day one. And I love those boys. They are my boys. I would do anything for them, but they did not come out of me.
2: Right. And there's something about DNA
0: yeah, there is. I have a special bond with my little guy. Right. So it's hard for him because he likes to sleep in. Mm-hmm. So I always send the boys up to jump on our bed <laughs> to get their dad up. And then I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, though, the last month and a half, I think every time we've had the boys, I've been working. So it's been, I haven't had to not show too much mm-hmm. because I haven't been home. And then he gets all grumpy. He's like, I've been watching four kids by myself. Well,
2: <laughs> they're all yours, buddy.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and you knew I was working, so if you wanted help, shouldn't make it on a weekend i working.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you have flexibility with your schedule?
0: Yes. My schedule, I actually know my schedule up until next March. Really? Yes. It changes uh, depending because I work in the lab. Mm-hmm. So I poke people. I'm the vampire lady. <laughs> and <laughs> and I do the x-rays as well. Okay. So mine with the x-ray one, I'm a casual. So I do pick up extra shifts every once in a while, short notice. Mm-hmm. But majority of the time, I know my schedule about a month and a half to two months in advance if anything changes.
2: So he could have gotten the kids the next weekend when you weren't working.
0: And I have the month schedule up right by next to the fridge. Oh. So he can see when I'm working.
2: <laughs> Maybe he'll be more apt to look at that schedule next time.
0: Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm like, I tell you when I'm working. I sh- There's a calendar there's like, I give you lots of notice.
2: (laughs) And why do you think that he won't look at the calendar?
0: Uh, He's stubborn. Yeah. He is a stubborn, stubborn man.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: It drives me nuts. I love him. Love him to bits. But sometimes I could just knock his head on a wall. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well,
2: I was going to ask you earlier, so I'm glad that we're talking about this. You know him. You know the bio mom. Uh, I wouldn't say fairly well, but You know her well enough to know who is the high conflict one in the relationship between them?
0: Oh, I'd have to say it's a 50-50. Yeah. He, if you don't say something he likes, he can go off the handle quite fast. Mm -hmm. And she's the same way.
2: They both enjoy poking the bear.
0: Oh, yes, they do. And you know how you always say David's a bud pusher?
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Oh, so is my boyfriend. (laughs) And he doesn't just push my buttons. He will purposely push our one-year-old son's buttons. <laughs>
2: Girl, I am so sorry. We really are going to start a button pusher support group. <laughs>
0: I think there should be. <laughs> I laugh every time you guys talk about it on, on the podcast because I'm like, oh my God, that's my house. <laughs> yes, and,
2: and I don't
0: understand it. I really don't. No, I I know I button push him too, but mine are like goofy. I, I'm a weird one. I know I'm a weird one. And I'm okay with that. But he, like his are, he'll constantly put, like, literally, like, poke you for no reason. Just to annoy you. Just to annoy you. And he will, my son will just sit there watching his show, and he will throw a pillow in his face. <laughs> and then he just starts, like, a pillow fight with a one-year-old. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then he just starts getting so frustrated, to, like, the little one-year-old, and he gets so frustrated. <laughs> Like, it's funny, but at the same time, like, leave him alone. <laughs> it
2: sounds like me with my son and the dog. <laughs> he likes to pick on her and act like he's going to get her food. So Gosh. he'll go over to her food bowl and say, I'm going to get it and do his hands like he's going to dig in it. And she runs over there and starts barking at him. <laughs> and you can tell she's not really hungry, but she's going to stand there and eat because he's doing that. Yeah. Well, the other day I noticed his bedroom door open. She takes off running from the other side of the house to her food bowl and starts eating. (laughs) He's conditioned her that he's going to aggravate the crap out of her. Yep. And so when she is eating and he comes out of his room, he goes over there and has to hug on her. (laughs) So she's trying to growl and eat at the same time. So it's like, (laughs) and it is funny. I'm not going to lie. But sometimes I'm like, leave her alone for the love of Pete. Yeah. Just leave her alone. I mean, it's it's annoying to watch. And I'm like, the poor dog just wants to eat. <laughs> just leave him alone. <laughs> but he gets that from David. Yeah. They are some good button pushers, girl.
0: Learn behavior.
2: Yeah. So what do you think would help you in the fact that you did move so far away? Do you think joining like a mommy and me kind of class with your baby would help you make friends in the area?
0: Um, It might. I've noticed that I've kind of talked like as my boyfriend's cousin, she's four years younger than me, I think. Mm -hmm. So she when we have birthday parties and stuff, a lot of her friends are around my age as well. And they all have little ones. So we kind of all talk, but I haven't. I'm a very home bodied person. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot for me to go out and do something.
2: You're an introvert, and you're complaining about not meeting people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm quite okay with not meeting people, but sometimes, like my boyfriend can go out and fish until three in the morning,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like, okay, well, I'm at home with my kid. I want to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. Where,
2: given the opportunity, you'd probably be like, nah, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll go have a bath instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: And it is probably just one of those mental things of your family is so far away. And what you've known for so long is so far
0: away. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, I miss my nieces. They, when I was up there, they're my light. Like, they are my girls. They'll be nine and six this year.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And those girls have always been there for me. And I've loved them to bits. And like my one niece, you can tell she because they're in a blended family too. So she's got two stepbrothers and my brother and his girlfriend have an hour's son as well. Okay. So there's five kids in that house. And you can see her struggling mm-hmm. with it. So I've actually last time I was up there, I did get to see her because not every time I go up, I get and see them because it's not my brother's week. I gave her some like writing stuff, um, washi tape. So like decorative masking tape. Oh yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I have a ton. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave her some, I said, when you're feeling overwhelmed or need space, take this to your room and just go and do your own thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And she was very thankful for it. And I'm hoping that she's doing it because those boys really, really bug her sometimes like they're five and three. Yeah, And they are their mama's boys, mm-hmm. big mama's boys. So, <laughs> And we forget how much the kids do struggle in this. They do. And honestly, I don't see it too much with my boys, but that's because my boyfriend can talk to them. They FaceTime whenever possible. Mm-hmm. They talk to him all the time. They're used to their dad not being home right. for work and stuff. Whereas my niece, I've noticed in the last year, both of my nieces, like the oldest one, she's becoming a lot more moody. Mm-hmm. She's also getting to that age. Uh-huh. But she snaps really easy lately. And I'm like, you need to just calm down. You need to find some kind of outlet
2: mm-hmm.
0: that doesn't include snapping. Right. But she has really sensitive hearing. So even in school, she dropped the F-bomb. No. <gasps> Told everybody to shut the f up because they were all too loud at lunchtime.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I told her, "is like just grab headphones, go read a book, do something, just to get in your own space,
4: mm-hmm.
0: take yourself out of the equation." And then my other niece, well, she has always been the tomboy. Has always been her favorite thing is poop emoji.
2: <laughs> That's the ice cream, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> so that is her favorite thing but i've noticed since my brother got together with his girlfriend that she's a lot more emotional Mm -hmm. um and she just she's turning six in june and she's a lot more emotional she's becoming more girly but i think it's because my brother's girlfriend only has boys so she tries to do her hair and put her in dresses and things like that Ah. But my niece is a, I love bugs. I love dirt. I love riding my bike. <laughs> Whereas my older niece is all about like dresses and hair and nails. So I have just noticed their emotions because I'm not there every day. Mm-hmm. So when I see them, I notice the difference that's going on. It's hard on my mom and dad because they were so involved in my niece's lives and my brother met this girl. They don't see my nieces very often mm-hmm. now. So they have a very hard time. The, the fact that my parents actually see my son more than they see my brother's kids who are 30 minutes away. And they FaceTime my kid almost every night.
2: But they can't do that because of your brother's ex?
0: No, my brother's new girlfriend. Oh. She, they see her family once a week for supper. But it seems like they just can't make time to go out and see my parents at their house or anything like that. So it's actually really hard on my parents. Yeah. Well, my parents went from two grandkids to nine in a year.
2: Oh, do what? <laughs> How many brothers and sisters do you have?
0: Just me and my brother.
2: <laughs> oh, because of the stepkids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So my dad actually gets joked on at work. 'Cause they're like, we just saw you last year and uh you had two grandkids. How do you have nine? <laughs> so yeah.
2: <laughs> that is funny. You
0: consider them grandparents. Um, like my my parents are called Mima and Papay to the grandparents uh, as grandparents to our kids. So cause I'm French. Okay. So Papay is French for grandpa. And Mima, well, I loved Big Bang Theory. So <laughs> <laughs> i was all about the meemaw
2: are you gonna call him moon pie yeah
0: pretty much <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i named my mom meemaw before they even had any grandkids <laughs>
2: so, oh i love
4: it
0: yeah so they it's been hard for them i moved away for a guy with three kids my mom actually does not agree with it mm-hmm. um she has not liked my boyfriend since day one Really? Oh, yeah.
2: Does that, because she just thinks he's not good enough for you? I'm their baby. Oh. Well, does she have a reason for not, or have she told you a reason she doesn't like your current boyfriend?
0: At the beginning, it was because he had kids.
2: Okay. But so did your um, ex.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: But not as many.
0: Not as many and not really in the picture.
2: Right. Like you said, he wasn't an active dad.
0: Yeah, because his ex wouldn't let him. Right. Like we would drive 10 hours to go see the kid and then, oh, he's sick.
2: Wow. Parental alienation at its finest.
0: Yeah. It actually uh, caused me to start smoking, actually. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It was so stressful that I actually started smoking while we were together. And that was only four or five years ago. Wow. Yeah. Now it's a habit I can't kick. But (laughs) now my mom says that she doesn't like him because he doesn't really help around the house.
2: Have you been complaining about your boyfriend to your mom or girl?
0: She sees it when we're not here, when they're here. Okay. He'll lay on the couch and I'm cooking and I'm cleaning.
2: Okay. Because I was going to say, we all know better.
0: Oh, I know. I <laughs> but we so. all do it. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I just can't help it. But other times I actually keep quite a bit for my mother. Mm-hmm. If she's going to listen to this podcast, she's going to hate me. But... <laughs>
2: It's not you that's this is not the same Canadian stepmom you think it is, Mama.
0: No, you don't know who this is, yeah, <laughs> but so she has a hard time with it because she actually taught me to be a very independent woman, mm-hmm. so he pays child support to his ex every month. Mm-hmm. I get zero help with groceries with anything for our kid um pretty much anything. Really? Yes. He does not help with my bills. I actually pay his cell phone bill Uh, and I pay for the internet in the house. He pays the mortgage, the house insurance, his truck, truck insurance, and his child support.
2: Okay. So he pays the mortgage.
0: Yeah. But his mortgage is less than my mortgage that I have back home.
2: Okay. Are you still paying your mortgage back home?
0: I have the renter.
2: Okay, good.
0: But I do still pay actually a little bit because I had to get out of my house so fast that I actually pay about $200 extra a month on top of what I get for rent.
2: Right. But he doesn't help you with anything as far as your bills or the baby? No. Do you ask?
0: No. I have. I've brought it up, but he doesn't have the money right now to do it, which I completely get and I understand. But I'm like, you do realize that you pay... Your other three kids, but you don't pay for this one, right? So it makes it hard, and my mom sees that because I've had to ask her once or twice for a little bit of money, and she finds it really. She's like, "I taught you to be way too independent." And I was like, "On the plus side, I know that if things were to ever go south, I can do it on my own, right?" <laughs> but that is not. She actually tells me to do that, but <laughs> I take. Like, I'm the type that I, if I can't do it on my own, I have to ask for help. I hate asking for help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hate it.
2: Some people, it comes natural to ask for help, which it just amazes me. But anyway.
0: <laughs> no, I can't. I have a hard time doing it. Like, I actually had to ask him for a little bit of help because I don't get paid till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we needed milk. And it just took f- so much energy to do it because I just felt like I don't want to do it. But we need milk.
2: so well and let me clarify when I say that about people asking for help because there are people that struggle with asking for help when they truly need it yeah and there are people that have no issues asking for help when they don't need it
0: well that's just it I actually ended up maxing out my visa card because I was so stubborn on asking for help
2: while you were with him
0: yeah while I was on maternity leave so I've now like like i've actually asked my mom for help she's so that i only pay her instead of the interest Mm -hmm. on it but that took so much for me to do right and i feel like such a failure for doing it but at the same time i know it's going to help me out in the long run right and if anything i i pay them back every paycheck we have a set schedule on how much i give them and everything Mm -hmm. so but it that is the Point of I should have asked for help a lot earlier,
4: well, did
2: you not ask him for help when that was going on? no, because he was working then,
0: yeah, and he was, but he wasn't it the oil patch has been so bad the past two years, it's ridiculous. I've told him to get out of it because we need a steady income,, mm-hmm. but he like I said, he's stubborn, doesn't want to do it. he's off the rigs, but he's still on the pipeline, mm-hmm. but I find. That if I ask him for anything, it almost starts a fight. So I've kind of just learned to do it myself. Anything money related is an argument.
2: Okay. They don't have a court order. No. So the money that he pays her, was that agreed upon in mediation or he just thinks it's a fair amount?
0: No, they agreed on it in mediation. Okay. And it's actually really cheap for three kids. Okay. So So you can't really,
2: I don't want to say complain about that, but it could be worse.
0: Oh, yes. It could be so much worse. Like, I know somebody that for one kid, he was paying double what my boyfriend's paying for three.
2: Right. She, and maybe he feels like if he doesn't pay her that same amount, that they might end up going to court and it getting worse.
0: If he doesn't pay that, she freaks out. Right. So I've always told him, you pay it. That is the one of the biggest things. Like, I agree You don't have your kids 50-50, so you should be financially responsible for a lot of it. Not a lot of it, but financially responsible for them. Like he pays for the child support doesn't include um, school or sports or dental, like anything like that. It's mainly for their food, their clothes, haircuts and stuff like that. So to me, yes, that's the way it should be. But I buy the groceries for the house. So I'm feeding six people sometimes where, and he doesn't believe me that groceries can add up to a thousand dollars a month.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know price wise as far as Canada versus oh yeah here, but yes, that's, that's very feasible. I know when all the kids were here, there were seven of us. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, seven of us. <laughs> and we were easily spending a thousand dollars a month on groceries. Easily. We were probably spending a hundred dollars a month on milk.
0: Oh gosh. I'm, I'm a cow myself. I love milk. I will drink a four liter of milk myself in t- like two days. So just me alone is a bunch of crazy amount on milk.
2: Does your milk come in bags? No. Okay. My sister dated a guy in Canada and they had milk that was in bags.
0: They do in in the Maritimes. I'm I'm more central. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually used to spend my summers with my auntie in uh, New Brunswick and she had bags of milk so I know all about
2: that (laughs) the bags of milk
0: (laughs) but yeah well groceries are expensive
2: what if just throwing something out here what if you bought your normal groceries and then when he's going to have his kids you tell him you need to go buy groceries for them to eat over the weekend
0: honestly I think that would start a fight Because I've actually forgot to take bread out of the freezer a weekend before they came. And I got reamed out. Really? Yes. There wasn't even enough bread for me and our son. Why didn't you take out another loaf, knowing that we were going to have the other three kids?
2: Well, did you not know they
0: were coming? (laughs) I said that. (laughs) You could have easily gone downstairs and grabbed it. And honestly, frozen bread, if you're making grilled cheese, it doesn't matter if it's frozen. Yeah. We're cooking it.
2: <laughs> so My mom used to freeze bread and I hated it because when it thawed out, it was always hard around the edges.
0: Yeah. It depends on how long it was in the freezer. I don't know. Ours don't last that long normally in the freezer. So Yeah. Yeah. No, it's anything grocery related. I don't even, he doesn't even know where anything is in the grocery store. He's used to you doing it. Yes. I do. I'll go right after work. And pick up groceries, mm-hmm. but I remember his sister one time last year. She was like, went in the grocery store with him, and she was like, he doesn't know where anything is. He was running around like running around like a lost puppy. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you would have probably had to hold his hand <laughs> or tell him what aisle each things in. Yeah, and they were just grabbing a couple things. <laughs>
2: so- mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he looks at it that since he pays the mortgage that. Things are fair for you to buy the food.
0: Well, and he has, we've had this argument, actually. He compared me to his exes once. (sighs) Worst thing to do, especially when we're in a car on our way to dinner with his sister.
2: Oh, no. She was
0: in a different car. But he said, ever since I've had girlfriends, I never have any money. And I just whipped my head at him and said, are you joking? You don't pay for anything for me or our child. And He's like, well, I pay the mortgage. I was like, yeah, you pay the mortgage, which we're thankful for that you have a roof over our head. But we pay about the same in monthly bills.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: If not, I pay more. And he's like, no, you don't. And I was like, okay. When we get home, I'll show you the numbers. Soon as we got home after that supper. Oh, and that supper, I bought that supper.
2: Oh, no, no, girl. He'd have been eating potato
0: chips. (laughs) 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 You'd
2: be eating the free chips they hand you, buddy.
0: (laughs) Well, his sister was buying dinner. He's like, oh, look. I was like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing. And then he bought a lamp for $200 that night. Yeah, we won't go there.
2: No, we're not. Yeah, girl, we're not going to go there. (laughs) We're not going to go there. No.
0: Um, Not your situation,
2: Lori. Not your situation.
0: (laughs) Can it not be my situation? <laughs> no girl, it's
2: all yours.
0: <laughs> but we got home the night. I sat down and I literally because I have every bill written out on how much is paid and everything in one of my books. Mm-hmm. So I know when bills are coming out, how much for who and everything. Well, I wrote out how much he pays per month for the house and how much I pay per month for house. I pay more. Really? Yeah. So and when I showed him that, because I pay for all of my child's care when i'm at work Mm -hmm. so that's anywhere from like 200 to 300 a month
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and he's like well you get baby checks i was like yeah that's for diapers and like food and stuff and his but i pay more in child care than we get from the government Mm -hmm. and he just didn't want to believe the numbers and i was like i literally am the one that tells you what bills are coming out how much each bill is. So yes, these are the correct numbers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So needless to say, he hasn't really brought that up too much.
2: Well, oh, he might be smarter than we think he is. Then <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. sometimes I wonder. <laughs> but he he has caught been caught a few times on comparing me to exes, and I just lose my stuff because I am nothing like his exes. His ex did not work. Ah. Oh. She was a stay-at-home mom.
2: He can't compare the two.
0: No, you can't. Because I work, I'm only supposed to work three days a week. I'm working pretty much full-time right now. And I pay all my bills, whereas he paid all of her bills and everything. So (laughs) I'm like, you can't compare us. Because their house was a disaster when they were together. Like dog poop in the bedroom stuff. Like a disaster. This house is not a disaster anymore. I make sure that it's, like, I have a cleaning schedule, vacuum on Mondays, dust on Tuesdays. Like, I have, I'm a very OCD person. Do you want to come live with me? (laughs) (laughs) It might be less stressful. (laughs) David won't mind, and I'm I'm wanting a grandbaby, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mine's just so cute. He's got the blue eyes with the blonde, slight curl hair, so.
2: You know, it's hard enough to blend
0: Yeah.
2: on a good day, as I say. Yeah. I do want to ask you before we wrap up, what is one piece of advice that you would give somebody that was in your situation two years ago, getting ready to get into this blend? What would you tell them?
0: Take your time. And you don't need to rush. I felt like I rushed. Um, looking back now, I should have taken more time.
2: Well, girl, you did
0: two months. <laughs> Yeah, two months, met him online, and he was away working most of the time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, take your time and let the parents parent. Ever since I've let him. um, My favorite saying is, go ask your dad. And he'll say, go ask Canadian stepmom. And uh,
2: (laughs) those poor kids are
0: like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. So now he doesn't say that anymore. Good. And. It has helped a lot. So, yeah, let the parents parent. Because if you go in trying to be that big old mom. Mm
2: -hmm. Super stepmom.
0: Yeah, like my youngest stepson would not go to anybody else but me when Mm -hmm. we first met.
2: And you loved it, didn't you?
0: I loved it. He Uh would not go to his dad. He would not go to his grandma. He would not go to his aunts. And he would only come to me. Mm -hmm. Now, I resent that little thing. Mhm because ever since his mom brought a new baby in, we brought a new baby in, he has been a little hellraiser. Yeah. So
2: cuz he's not the baby.
0: Yeah, and that's just it. So even if the kids are attached to you, don't be the nuclear mom. Don't do it. Right. That would have to be as much as you love having that little kid just hanging on you. You can be the fun aunt. Mhm and not have to worry about disciplining. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, again, we thank you so much for being a guest, and we appreciate it. Thanks. Keep in touch with us and let us know how things are going, and we'll have you on in a couple of years <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> for an update. See if there's another one. No, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Book, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me know when there's another one.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. I told him, I was like, if it's a girl, we could be done. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a girl. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> His fault. I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you again. And you have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. I wonder why the United States is one of the few places that women only get six weeks for having a baby.
3: How much time do you need? In
2: Canada, they get a year to a year and a half off. In Germany, they get a year. And this is paid. Here, you have to do short-term disability, so you don't even really get paid. I mean, you do,
3: but it's a percentage. Yeah, I be getting knocked up every year. You got something better to say than that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think six weeks is not, not long enough, really. But a year to year and a half? Paid? hmm Wow. Okay, y'all ready for this?
2: On average, maternity leave in OECD, whatever that means, countries, last 18 weeks. Only one developed country, the United States of America, offers zero paid maternity leave.
3: Shooky, shooky.
2: Well, I'd be happy to have gotten 18 weeks.
3: Well, it don't matter anymore. That's true.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What gets me is these men
3: that take their paternity leave...
2: And they don't do nothing to help that woman?
3: They, they do. They go play golf. or go fishing. Uh-huh. To the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know they help their spouse or significant other hand and foot. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: I do want to add, though, the United States does have FMLA where you can take up to 12 weeks of unpaid maternity leave. There you go. But only 60% of workers are eligible
3: for that. That's a start. Yeah, but still. <laughs> Anyway. We obviously don't have enough pregnant people fussing about it. Oh, there's people fussing. There's people
2: fussing. Well so What sucked for me is Jackson was born early. Mm-hmm. So really, when he was six weeks old, he was just supposed to be born. And here I am having to take him to daycare. Actually, I think I took two extra weeks. But still. So technically, he was two weeks old when I took him to daycare. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was the due date of your triplets? What were they supposed to be born?
3: I don't remember. But they were early. You don't remember how early? They were uh, probably six weeks early.
4: Okay.
2: About the same as Jackson.
3: But they were much, much, much smaller.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Poor little Ethan, three pounds, 12 ounces.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> he don't weigh much more than that now. He was the runt. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to be in a blend in general on a good day. But also when you move away from your family and friends. I moved away from my family and friends, only 45 minutes away. But it still has an impact on you because you're going to the new Walmart. That's not so nice. You're going to all these other parts of town and you don't know nobody.
3: It's sad. Well, you left one friend <laughs> <laughs> and family didn't want you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not true and not true. Well, then why do they only come out here for uh, holidays? Because they don't like you. That's not true. It is true. If they could trade, they would have me in the family and get rid of you. Nope. Nope. It is. It is not true. Especially your sister. You're saying
2: Courtney would trade me for you?
3: Yes. Bull. After that stunt you pulled?
2: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. It's been a good day. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed our interview with the Canadian Stepmom. Join us next week.
3: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs)